But so you thought you had a good idea for the preamble, huh? So, you ever think to yourself, you know what? This is going to be a good idea for a preamble. Oh, yeah, constantly. It's so good, I'm not going to forget it. How How is it that when it's time when the preamble is supposed to happen, I can't fucking remember it? Well, and I, I told myself, I said, Alex, this is such a good preamble thing, you're going to remember it. Well, and Sunday, when you come to record this fucking podcast, you're going to be ready. How could you I not am. remember this moment? It's so iconic of life at this exact slice and point in time, and we'll add as a fantastic, uplifting, kind of ridiculous intro to an equally ridiculous podcast. Here we fucking are, Charlie. Yep. Here we fucking are. I, I have something I do remember right now, and I have a kind of semi-constant audio reminder that it's happening right now, that it's also the only thing that happened to me this week, so I can't n- use it for preamble. But yeah, no, the, the number of weeks I've gotten to this point were just me going, I have something. I, I, I know I have something for this, and then we just don't do one because we're like, eh, no one did anything. Yeah. Yep. Fucking A. This is what happens when I don't write shit down. I, it's Scrump is no help in these situations. She's like, I don't know. Went for that walk that one time. And I'm like, we did. And she's like, is that preamble worthy? And I'm like, no, no, it's not. Yeah. I... <laughs> Preambling about lack of preambles. Oh, yeah. We've come yeah. full meta circle. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode, what's this, 225 225. or something? 225. That sounds yep. right. Uh, recorded the day after Halloween, so yeah, um, it's now officially the Christmas season, because Christmas now runs up through November, and then all the way to September, where spooky season kicks in, as we all know. Um, as a Jewish person, I find this to be totally normal, not at all weird, but yes, welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast. Uh, as always, uh, I'm Charlie. Hmm? I will say, as a non-Jewish person, please keep Christmas in the confines of December. Don't try to start it in November. The Christmas containment zone. Yeah, there, there's a there's a bracket month. Like, you cannot... Okay, so I've made it a rule that I am not allowed... Or we're... Uh, basically, no Christmas shit until after Thanksgiving. I, okay? I, I don't disagree with that, but I've also learned the um, CQZ, the Christmas containment... Uh, quarantine zone has gotten bigger and bigger each year or the ccz i'm not sure which way this would be in this case i <laughs> i yeah i it's i have openly ranted to family and friends <laughs> telling them hey no 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 stop that shit welcome like, to the wicked awesome cast <laughs> as always i'm charlie aka Bordak, joined by alex aka babe online <laughs> apparently we have strong feelings about I have very strong feelings about this shit, and frankly, I'll be fucking honest with you, if a bunch of you motherfuckers email us and say Merry Christmas and that shit early on, and before November, I'm gonna get fucking mad, I'm gonna rant about it in every fucking episode leading up to Christmas containment zone, which is December. So, I know I'm setting myself up by saying it, but I'm gonna very sincerely early on blanket statement, fuck you. If you email Alex, Christmas before. I, I, I would like to point out the fact that we are the ones that started joking about this and have now stretched it out into, like, a sizable portion of our intro. Like, we didn't have to do this, but we did, and that's on us. No, no, no. This is a fucking holiday PSA, fuckers. Okay. Listen here, okay? 
I know you guys listen to the podcast, and I appreciate you very much. Love you guys. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you fucking email us Merry Christmas before December, I'm going to get really fucking mad. I'm going to make really bad fucking jokes. I'm going to rant about it every fucking week. Keep that shit in December. I'm kind let of okay with this, actually. Let me get fat throughout Thanksgiving, and then we can fuck around with Christmas after. <laughs> anyway, this has been a PSA from a very angry person who likes to keep that shit contained within its months. Now we can podcast. Okay. You brought this out of me, Charlie. I, I, I never realized the Wicked Awesome cast was part of the war on Christmas. <laughs> I'm okay yes. with that, but <laughs> that's that's me. Good old world. <laughs> Fuck me for wanting to keep it within a month of its actual holiday, right? <laughs> uh, uh, Alex, I'm not. Gonna, I think you're the more Jewish person on the podcast right now. <laughs> so, by okay, I worked retail, and like I did too. Oh, you did. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I know exactly what you're about to say. Like the fact that November first rolls around and some asshole puts the like Jingle Rock Jam CD into the switcher thing and that slowly starts swapping. Yeah, it's you don't wind up this way without having worked retail. We're just it's that like that's that mind bore for months, and then like you make it halfway through January, and no one f- thought to change the thing out. Like it's it's oppressive. Yeah, people who people who like start the Christmas shit now and decorating have never worked retail in their lives. That's why they're cool with it. Yeah, that's why I don't listen to the radio after Halloween. I I will play my own podcast. I will play my own MP3s. I will not put on the radio because I know exactly what's on the fucking radio. And I swear to God, if Mariah Carey comes on, it's not that fucking metal song or the punk cover she did. And it's all I want for Christmas is you. I'm gonna fucking lose it. Speaking of that, my yearly hunt for death metal Christmas continues. <laughs> Have we ever talked about this? No. Actually, oh, every, every year, I, I, I don't always make a big effort of every year, but every year I try and find as many like death metal Christmas covers every year as I can, just because it amuses me and I post them on my Twitter. Like There, there was one year I got way into it. Uh, I there's a reigning champion. It's not, and it's completely subjective. Like I, I'm blanking on the name of my band, the name of the band, but they do a fantastically bizarre cover of um, "Deck the Halls," and like it's become the gold standard of the Hunt for Death Metal Christmas for me. Where it's like, no, like, like, I listen to like easily hundreds of terrible covers every year because of this, but it's become my own weird thing. And like, there's a whole scoring thing in my brain. Like I, I had. Like there's a, yeah, we've had a couple ones that almost dethroned, but upon like part of the thing was just gonna listen to the damn song multiple times, the way you know you're victimized to with Christmas music and not hate it. I think it's um Amarath. I I'd have to look them up. I'll I'll have it for next week's podcast. But yeah, mm-hmm. they, they the rest of their music is hot fucking garbage. Fuck that band a little bit. But that one Christmas <laughs> song they did, it's surprisingly okay. Partially because, like, the intro is super creepy for it, and, like, it goes from, like, it's a it's a masterwork, and we're a terrible band, but we're gonna find one weird-ass metalhead out there that's gonna be, like, fucking into this song, that will play this song, like, a hundred times between November and December 31st. We're gonna make that money off him. <laughs> yeah, I, but yes, the, the hunt for death metal Christmas is upon us. It, if you want... Like, I've never opened it up to the podcast, but if you if you have some things you'd like to send in, I will listen to them 
and pass judgment on where they fall on the Hunt for Death Metal Christmas scale. Like, we, we could make an official list of this. I could, to- I would be down with that. The Jewish guy judging death metal or judging metal covers of Christmas songs. <laughs> I like this. Must have told me the rage the holidays do typically. Ah. Fucking November. What even are <laughs> months this year? Yeah. Although, I have to say, the one good thing about today mm-hmm. is we got that wonderful hour extra. I felt so good with that extra hour today. See, I felt good with that hour, but my wife, who has like sleeping problems that she wakes up like stupid hour early in the morning, found herself awake at 4 a.m. versus 5 a.m., and she's Oof. mad about that. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. I think if you're a morning person, this is really going to fuck with you. I, as a morning person, you can, like, uh, as soon as systematically destroyed their sleep schedule over the span of my roadie career, and now, like, can wake up easily early in the morning, but also, like, left to my own devices will sleep in. I love the, I, I love this day if I'm allowed to sleep on it, but also I fully understand the people that are like, yeah, so I wake up at 6.30, now I wake up at 5.30, I'm like, yeah, I know that feeling. Sucks. Hmm. I, the one thing I wish is we would pick, we would, we would finally decide on a time when we can be like, okay, this is the last hour, hour change we'll ever have, ever, because this system is archaic and it's fucking stupid. Are we really going to argue about whether or not the other savings time should happen or not? I'll just flat out say it. I'm not arguing. I'm with you, but I also like the yearly idiot test of it. Yeah, no. Fuck daylight savings. I, I was like having a twice a year reminder of how dumb some of the people I know are, so I can kind of keep that in a mental file. Because either they start showing up way early to stuff for a couple of days because they forget to fucking change the clocks over, or they're late for anything for a couple of days, and it's like, oh, you fucking idiot. It happens less that everyone runs off smartphones, but there was a beautiful period of time where, like, why are you late? I'm on time. You are an idiot who didn't check a calendar. Yeah, no, I, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, <laughs> mm. Mm. I started with one, one, I don't know, I think one rant from me today is enough, Fair enough. and I want to go into a second one about Fair enough. I'll save that for next week, but yeah, no, actually, no, fuck it, Daylight Savings Time is fucking stupid, and frankly, to be honest with you, with all the new technology we have that's out there that automatically changes your time, especially if you have a cell phone, there's no excuse. Yep. No, no fucking excuse. Uh, Frankly, if you forget to change the hours and you have no clocks in your house that are adjusted to the correct time automatically, you deserve to be shunned from society and stop being invited from events. I like it when Alex's me levels of irrational angry. (laughs) Feels good. Yeah. Yes, now they've alienated all nine of our listeners. I'm sorry. (laughs) Those hardcore... uh, I I can't even say it. No, never mind. What have you been up to, dude? The hardcore pro DST movement. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> the farmers. Uh, but no, I do appreciate farmers. I thank you guys, though. They don't like daylight savings time, huh? They don't like daylight savings time anymore. No one likes daylight savings time anymore. There you go. Um. So anyway, since you mentioned what am I up to? Um, I guess, let's see, I don't really have much this week, 
Um, I did go recently to a uh, local brewery um, that, yes, I know, given all the times and everything that's going on, I get it. Um, but, you know, they require masks. It was, I think we were the only people in the actual brewery beyond the staff. Did you, like, rent it or something? How does that work? No, there just weren't other people there. Uh. So, I think, like, for the tail end, another party showed up, and they were, like, a couple tables away from us. We were in booths, so it was, uh, it was all right, but it was, it was nice. I met up with some coworkers. We got a couple drinks, um, and it's cool because all their beers are named, uh, after, like, I think, I want to say, like, Norse mythology and, Mm. like, Thor and all that. It was kind of cool. I bought an IPA called uh, Mjolnir, which is kind of neat. Uh, I did buy a flight, which had uh, their samplings of all of them, including someone with, like, barley wine and a Scottish whiskey kind of infused beer that was really good. So it was nice to, to do that for a little bit. And then uh, I bought a little four can, took that home, and, yeah. So that was kind of neat. This little semblance of, like, that's what it was. Granted, it's not like Kim Kardashian. I rented a private island out for friends, and we all quarantined for two weeks so we could be here. Do you want to talk but... about that? Because I don't know if I want to. Well, because, like, I remember reading that, and my immediate thought process was, so she's now involved in the most dangerous game? Okay, okay, I, I could be down with this, actually. If, if Kim Kardashian <laughs> is hunting 20 of her most uh, ex- uh, special friends on an island for sport, I'm okay with this, actually. I just think it's like, hey, so I surprised all my friends with this thing, but for the last two weeks, she's been like, hey, guys, stay home. I, I, just stay home, guys, okay? Don't ask no, me it's, why. It's some just legit stay bullshit. Home. I just enjoy the idea of celebrities engaging in the most dangerous game with other celebrities. Like It's like, yes, call the herd. I have to say, I love all the memes that came out of it. Because people were just leaking horrible fucking movie screenshots of, like, yeah. zombie apocalypses. Like, my friends and I quarantined for two weeks. It's like, oh, man. Oh, and the best part about it is she hashtags humble brag or some dumb shit like that. Yeah, like, nothing humble or she about was that one. Humbled. Yeah, nothing says humbling like you were able to, you have enough money to basically fly out X amount of people to a private island who've quarantined for two weeks so you can have a quote-unquote semblance of a normal birthday. I'll throw this one out there. Um, you know who does that? Who? Bond villains. This is true. What kind of, I don't know what kind of Bond villain she'd be, though. But yeah. I'm not saying she'd be a good one. I'm just saying that like, once you find yourself being able to say the sentence, I wish to rent an island, you are required by law to get a monocle and a hairless cat and fight James Bond at least once. This is true. Yeah. Okay, you bring a valid point. No, I don't. But <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> uh, anyway, God, sorry. Oh my God, Mister Bond! I expect you to die. That's all I got on Kim Kardashian. That's all you got. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I had an equally low interest week. Like it was kind of me hanging out. There is one good story to come out of it. Oh really? Yeah. So um. I, me and my lovely wife ran into something this week, uh, which um, I have been once again reminded how wrong the West Coast perspective on raccoons is. <laughs> what? So we believe we at least had, have, we're not quite sure what the tense on this one is, a raccoon 
in our crawl space above our house, or in our attic space, I guess, whatever the right label for it is. And we found that because there was something running around and kind of making scritching noises. And uh, this kind of this was like Monday of the previous of uh, this last week. So like by Tuesday, we'd had a plan. We were calling exterminators and stuff like that. Like we were, we were on the road to figuring this one out. And somewhere around that plan, um, my wife decided we were gonna like you know be the conscible and good people and not just murder the fuck out of this raccoon. So. Currently, there is a uh, shop speaker up in my crawl space playing horrible um, alternative rock up into it. So apparently, that like, that and flashlights is how you um, humanely drive raccoons out of your um, house is just annoy them with shitty music and flashing lights, which I just hate because now a third of my house is constantly playing like K rock or some shit and. I, I, it's, I've never hated something where I have a bath and you step into it. It's like, here's what's hot right now. And I'm like, I hate music. I hate it so much. <laughs> uh, but so like that, that'd be its own thing, except for the fact that when I texted a bunch of my friends from back east, yo, I have a house raccoon. They all responded the exact same way I did, which is like, so you got to drown in a lake or drown it in a 55 gallon drum of water. And I'm like, no, we're, we're trying to drive it out with it, with sound. And they're like, LA's made you soft, man. There's only three things you need to deal with a raccoon. Rope, a critter cage, and a large body of water. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, probably sociopathic. And they're like, it's a raccoon. You murder raccoons. They're terrible. I'm like, yeah, that's not how we think of them in LA, apparently. And they're like, huh. That's wrong. I'm like, I don't disagree with that fact, but we're doing this, and life is weird. <laughs> yeah, that's been the thing, too. I've I've also been teaching one of my friends to play Elite Dangerous, and that is a bizarre experience. I, watching someone go through the early stages of Elite Dangerous is, like, this absolutely fucked up, weird nostalgia trip. Like, I've only really gotten into Elite Dangerous a couple months ago, so I really shouldn't be like, ah, yes, back when I was a noob, I'm still a fucking noob, I just bought a Conda after all, like... But, like, watching someone go through the very weird, like, first ten hours of Elite Dangerous and just that game being an impenetrable wall, it's like, okay, yeah, no, there, there were problems with this game. Like, yeah, it's, like, the text messaging exchange. I'm like, how do I do this? And I'm like, it's there. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Go into the sub-menu of the sub-menu of the sub-menu, and it's there. Why? I don't know. Why aren't Lippets part of Restock? Because they're technically specialty missiles. That doesn't make sense. It does when you get specialty missiles. <laughs> We're going deep space. Like, it's, it, yeah, it's one of those ones where he's making like five jumps trips. He's like, oh, this is so long. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to go deep space mining. How many jumps is that? For me, 13. For you, 40. Have fun, bitch. We're going. <laughs> But, you know, it was a bunch of money because we went deep space mining. And he's like, okay, yeah, that, that's a lot of fun. I'm like, yes, and you learned some things. I didn't give you a bunch of money. We just kind of, like, it's fun. Like, it's weird because a lot of people in the Elite Dangerous community talk about how, like, yeah, like, it's there's this huge impulse to because you have a lot of money after a certain point to just, like, set someone up with a 10 million credits. That will kind of fundamentally wreck their trajectory. But, like, I, like yeah, if you can take the, like, teach a man to fish approach where it's like, yeah. Take them panite uh, mining, panite, have you pronounce it? Like, yeah, because they'll they'll learn a bunch doing that. They'll kind of understand the loop of it, and 
they'll learn to mine, and then they can go make their own money, and that will lead to other problems. And yeah, it's very much a like teach. It's like don't help them via teaching. Don't just throw money at them. Like yes, they will make money by you teaching them to do these things, but like. Also, while you're out there mining, they're going to have questions, and you can say stuff like, yeah, make sure your mining laser and your limpet collector are mapped to the same button, because they should feed off of each other and all that stuff. Like It's, it's, at, it, the, the, the philosophy of how to teach someone to play Elite Dangerous is absolutely staggering to me. Like, it's, I have not played a game in a long time where people have put some thought into, like, what is the best way to get someone into this game and, like, not totally fuck up their progression. And it's kind of cool. Like, it's on that same par as what is the correct order to watch the Star Wars movies in now. Hmm. Where I totally get both arguments where it's like, no, like, don't help your friends until they can do this, but also, like, you want to play with your friends, and a squad of sidewinders is bullshit, especially if you're that guy that's like, yeah, I also have a sidewinder that I pimp the fuck out of. <laughs> it's the best sidewinder ever a rank everything bitches it's better than some other more expensive ships but also fuck it it's a sidewinder <laughs> sidewinder is the basic ship that you can upgrade a lot like it's never gonna be the best ship in the game but if you have money to throw at it you can make it okay it's like uh, I'm also in a sidewinder yes you are also in a sidewinder I have nuclear missiles in my sidewinder that's bullshit, yes. Yes, it is. That's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, it's... We're in kind of preparing for Destiny 2 Beyond Light mode. Mm, what is it? That's out real soon, isn't uh, it? Not this coming week, the week after. Yeah, it's, so there's... There's some rumors that we may have some community event happen in the upcoming week, which would be cool. And I'll have to check that out. And if it does, that'll be awesome. But yeah, like my entire Destiny clan, we just did the... Uh, we just kind of uh, sectioned ourselves off from the larger clan we were part of. We're all kind of in maintenance mode. We're just, yeah, no one's playing Destiny right now because uh, we're waiting and we have all the stuff we need. And we're just kind of like, yeah, let's not get brown on Destiny before the stuff they get brown on Destiny actually comes out. I, the stuff they've been showing for that's real cool. Like the, the lead up to it's been a really good kind of media blitz on Bungie's part. They've shown off some cool stuff. Uh, it's not going to be in the news because it's just Destiny talk. You can go watch the videos yourself, but. As a Destiny fan, I've been a fan. Hmm. Yeah, I think that does it for this week. Obviously, Henry's not here. Uh, we didn't make a lot of jokes about it because we had to get to our war on Christmas. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There are some things that supersede things. The war on Christmas is one that we have to fully embrace as a podcast. 100%. Yeah. No, no, no if standard buts about it. Mm-mm. Nope. So, news? Yeah, news. <laughs> As uh, this really proven to be the worst Rocktober ever, video game release tober, whatever you want to call it. Um, I not a ton of news this week, which I'm not sure I actively hate that much. I'd rather no news than lots of horrible news. Uh, but I want to start off with a sentence that's going to make Alex irrationally angry. Oh, we got a major anthem update. Wait, anthem's still a thing? Oh yeah. I thought it died with, like, a... What do you call it? Um, what's the one from Amazon that just that died no, last no. week? No, no. Anthem is far more alive than Crucible. If I told you tens, maybe a hundred people were still actively playing that game, it's strong, baby. It's strong. 
It's got World of Warcraft numbers. As in numbers oh. of like beta testers online at this exact second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, go on. Uh, yeah, so I <laughs> What's the update? <laughs> Electronic Arts got out there and up and posted a new update about the game, uh detailing what changes we could be expecting, like some of the stuff they've been talking about and you know, Anthem 2.0 is looking pretty cool. There's a whole like a uh, you'll have your pilot level versus your kind of your javelin level. There there's artifact stuff that goes into it. I they're you know, doing a thing where they're saying, "Okay, yeah, so Certain weapons fit into certain slots because that will like make the combat feel better, and we can like tune shotguns to feeling like fucking shotguns and not weird pea shooter ass bullshit. I, it's it's a hell of an update for a game that like I only I'm not gonna say I ironically follow Anthem at this point because I really would like to see Anthem come back in a cool way because I thought that game was still cool, but yeah, no, I, it's. It's a long blog post. It's far from perfect kind of thing. Like, it's still, huh, don't know how I feel about this, but they're also adding, like, yeah, you can upgrade, like, different parts of your javelins and shit like that. Like, it's it's what you would want out of a game that lets you build your own Iron Man suit, essentially. Like, it's the, I want to get real into the rare versus uh, not rare thrusters and shit like that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, it's, game's not dead, apparently. <laughs> Oh, good for them, I guess, on that one, but yeah, I could have sworn it was gone, but... I, I, I'm with you on this one, like, don't get me wrong, this is all types of weird, and this is a nightmare that we live in, and all that jazz, like, it's not like full-on, you're building a mech suit type of thing, to the record, it's still just kind of, you know, putting more RPG bullshit in the RPG that should have always maybe probably been there, but yeah. Huh. I look forward to the return of Anthem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love saying that because it sounds like I'm a crazy person. I mean, yeah, you are, but I respect you for, for for holding on to dear life on that one. You still play WoW. We're about the same level of crazy. Uh, WoW's, I would say, I would argue that WoW, even with all its flaws, is in way better shape than fucking Anthem. I, I don't know. Anthem's just a game that went like into... A, a, Anthem's a game people have been happy with for a while. WoW, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Anthem has received no updates in over a year and people are still playing it. I don't think the WoW community would put up with that. By that logic, Matrix Online was very successful then because people played that and that game. I would say Matrix Online updates. is better than the, than WoW, yes. <laughs> a dead game no one cares about is better than a game out there that can be played right now. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Warcraft. Yeah. Segway, smooth. Yeah. Uh, we got a release date. Fi- again. again. <laughs> yes, it's the remix to the original release date. So uh, World of Warcraft has decided to, well, a while back they pushed their release date, because technically it should have been out this week. Okay, I, I was uh, trying to figure that out. I'm like, when was the release date supposed to happen? Because I thought it was December, and now it's November, and I'm like, did you move it up? Like, were you dumb enough to move the release date up? Oh, no, no. It's supposed to be, uh, it was supposed to be out, uh, Monday this week, this past week. So, um, instead, it is being pushed back to November 23rd. So they kind of just literally just pushed it a month. Which, though, if you think about it, it, so everyone, as far as like the rating community goes and everything like that, are literally fucking upset with this release date. And it's just, 
I'll tell you why it's a bad release date. So, it releases November 23rd, which is the week of Thanksgiving. So, it comes out Monday, Thursday's Thanksgiving. It comes okay. out the Monday before American Thanksgiving. There's a large chunk of the world in our listener base that's like, either A, no Thanksgiving happened on October, you horrible Americans, or B, what the fuck's a Thanksgiving? So... Let me let me let me add a little seasoning on that. Yes, it is American Thanksgiving, but the problem is the employees that are helping with the launch are most likely Americans, which means they're being pulled away from their families on Thanksgiving week to make sure these fucking servers are stable and up and running. So that's my argument to push on that one. Yes, I understand the world doesn't revolve around the U.S., but this is in terms of an American company. Wow, does motherfuckers? Yeah. So that's kind of the way we've been looking at it. Um, so, yes, there is that. Um, on top of that, let's see if they have, let me have all the details here. Okay, so, the release date, yeah, November 23rd. Um, the, so, the December 8th release date is the first, is the opening, December 8th is the release of the new expansion. Not expansion, not expansion, sorry, right tier. Um, but usually that right tier takes a little time to come out as far as, like, the Mythic mode. So if you look at December 8th, the following week from December 8th is the 15th, which theoretically means that that first week, you're going into the race to world first right around Christmas. So the the competition of being pushing, like, what everyone watches is literally going to be right on the cusp of Christmas. Which, yeah, also I get not everybody celebrates Christmas, but again, this is an American company releasing right around a holiday window, which means people are going to be pulled away from their families to make sure things are up and running for rate tiers. Because the a lot of these, um, a lot of these, was it Race to World First have active devs watching the raid and making adjustments as the things go on. So. It's just a shitty release date schedule, and... It's a real weird choice. Like, I I, I could be remembering wrong, too, but I remember the last couple WoW expansions having the greatest or smoothest releases. Like, not that they, like, made your computer a fireball, but, like, they required a little more technical support than maybe uh, the week of a holiday might be conducive to. Yeah. Also, not to mention, this post was... This, this snippet here I'm going to read to you guys is from a community manager literally a fucking year ago about release schedule stuff. Let me read this off to you. During the holiday season, we want to be considerate to all of our players with the release timing of new content. Many guilds are still progressing through the Eternal Palace, and we want to give them enough time to finish the raid and earn their cutting edge, Queen Nishara, and Ahead of the Curve achievements before opening the new raid. We try to avoid releasing new content tiers during the holiday season so that players are not encouraged to choose between progression and spending time with their families and friends. This also helps ensure us that we're fully staffed to support any required hotfixes or tuning issues that may emerge literally a fucking year ago. I was going to say, wow, 2019. Don't prioritize wow over your friends. Wow, 2020. We know you fucks ain't going anywhere. Fucking play wow, motherfuckers. Yeah. Although, the counter-argument to all this is, of course, a lot of these people are working from home now. Um, yeah. Or, you know, or we're not really going out and doing... I don't, I don't know what the holiday schedule is going to look like. I don't know how many people are going to get together and hang out and do stuff. I'm going given nowhere. The current, I'm staying home, too. Uh, but given the current climate of things going on, it's possible. 
Um, Let's so, not try and spin this like Blizzard Activision's. Like, we're trying to save you from your holiday-based depression. Definitely not fucking over some of our employees. <laughs> Let's yes. not give them the benefit of the doubt on that one. <laughs> but yes, I, just for the sake of the argument, I'm putting that out there, so... You shouldn't. Yeah. Just saying. This is probably some executive was like, what's the last weekend we can put the game up before December so we can have it fully out there for Christmas? <laughs> they're like, uh, uh, November 23rd, sir. And he's like, do it. They're like, yeah, that's Thanksgiving. The fuck's a Thanksgiving? <laughs> but yeah, so. Here we are. Yes. I guess while we're on this topic, uh, let's talk about Cyberpunk for a quick second. <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's do that. All right, so Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again to December 10th. The explanation given is what I buy and simultaneously call bullshit on. um, Basically trying to launch this thing on six different platforms simultaneously. It's hard, Mm. and... I get that. I respect that. I think it's super cool in some ways that CD Projekt Red is trying to give you the best gaming experience you have access to. Like it's coming on PS5, Xbox, One X, PS4, Xbone, Stadia, and PC simultaneously. That's that's a feat unto itself. I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty respectable. Like maybe if this was the first delay and not the like third or fourth delay i'd go okay yeah that, that i get this so that's kind of cool you're doing this but no fuck that at this point i want to play cyberpunk yeah <laughs> yeah i think it's... uh my boss is actually a little bit sad cuz he's he's so i don't know if i told you this little fun tidbit about it but my uh my boss is kind of a big fan of gaming as well and he was actually inspired by my taking a week off of work to play WoW to do that himself for Cyberpunk, but I guess that's changed for him too, so... Uh, as someone who occasionally does this, let me be the first to say this. Fucking stop doing this, people. Like, just call in sick the day of. Just do that. No, fuck that. I want to plan ahead. If you're going to take time off to go fucking play games, no. at least give the team the courtesy of... Letting them know ahead of time. Okay, maybe like the week beforehand, maybe two weeks. Don't call your shot months out. That's at amateur hour. I call my shit months out. I don't give a fuck. I put that. I put. I even put it on my official help request or not help request. I put it on my official time off request. Hey, I'm taking a week off to play. Wow. I. That's fine. Just don't do it like three months <laughs> in advance because I don't want to have to see all the. Like, so. Uh, this delay comes with a variety of kind of unsurprising news. On one hand, we have people saying, yo, ain't you in crunch mode? And we'll talk about that in a couple seconds. But the consumer reaction to this has been um, bad. Mm. A lot of death threats, a lot of people acting like cyberpunk not coming out to the end of the world. Uh, sorry you have to socialize with your family now, I guess. I as someone who was planning on playing this instead of doing like Thanksgiving stuff because 2020, I get it, but also like, shut the fuck up. I will say, WoW can be a really shitty community one time, but I sure as shit didn't hear anybody making death threats to the devs about WoW being delayed. Oh yeah, so. no, like this one's this one's bad. And at the same time, though, CD Projekt Red, uh, you have this whole crunch situation going on to become a bit of its own controversy. Maybe don't get out there on the kind of heels of the most recent delay announcement and say, 
our crunch hasn't been that bad. It's mostly been QA because, you know, of these six consoles. And I, uh, on one hand, I'm happy to hear it's not the entire company under the gun. Like, that's that's cool, I guess. But also, crunch is an industry problem. Like, I... When you announced this game, I'm not talking like two years ago, I'm talking the 10, 12 years ago, when they fucking announced uh, uh, Cyberpunk, the PS5 didn't exist, the Stadia definitely didn't exist, the Xbox One X, Series Mm -hmm. X, Alpha, Sigma, whatever the fuck it's called, also didn't exist. I I get it, but also a bunch of people have been waiting on this, a bunch of people built their kind of plans around this. I'm happy to wait, but I know some people in my Destiny clan that are like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is like, in a year, that is increasingly problematic. Don't add to that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I get it. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I guess we're on that same topic. We have news that Far Cry 6 and uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine have been delayed. I'm not sure those had official release dates yet, so there's no sliding thing on that, but Ubisoft got out there and said, yeah, these are these are being pushed back. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Not a lot is known about either of these yet, so it's kind of a, okay, yeah, you're, you're announcing that something that we didn't even know was announced yet, or we knew existed but wasn't fully confirmed yet, is sliding. Okay. Far from the end of the world. <laughs> Possibly in the weirdest news of the week, Let's talk about Facebook. Oh? So not to be outdone by their other big tech giant brethren, sisters, compatriots, competitors, I don't know. Facebook's a weird topic. Facebook has also launched its own kind of streaming uh, platform for video games. Okay. It just streams free-to-play mobile games. (laughs) Wait, what? You heard that right? Why? You just play it on your phone. I. Yep. Why do you need a cloud service for mobile games? The games are literally fucking mobile. I. Yep. Just. And... What? I. Okay, this this story literally broke me. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't... And to kind of add to the weirdness, they're, like, jamming extra ads into it because it's the ads in the game plus the ads of it being on the the Facebook streaming service. Uh, It's kind of amazing, especially because one of the images out there is of Asphalt 9, a a game that I have installed on my phone right now that I don't need to go through Facebook gaming to get access to in any way, shape, or form. This is a legit confusing fucking story. To have to fucking yep. piece together. I don't even... <laughs> it doesn't cost anything, so that's good, I guess, but... Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, sure. It's a plus? I don't... <laughs> this is so... I don't even know what to say to this, man. Well, so, and... Uh, the most important part of this is that you can finally go and claim your gaming avatar, whatever the right word is, as part of this thing. So uh, if you're like me, that you care a lot about being the same thing on all platforms, they got you finally. You're going to have to sign up for Facebook gaming. Sure. (laughs) If you care about such things. Yeah. Yep, 
like I said, weirdest news this week. I, I I read that one and thought I was being punked or something. I'm like, is the news just lying to me now? Like this is obviously not a real thing. And no, it's it's a thing. If you if there was no context given on that one and you told me about this, I would have believed the same thing. I would have been like, you're pulling my leg here. I stumble onto the onion. Am I I on the onion by accident? Like, am I about to eat the onion? No, okay, (laughs) no. This is a real. Huh. Yeah. Oh, boy. We got a Mike Zymount uh, update for you. As you may remember, he's the guy that kind of destroyed Lab Zero with his, uh, we'll call it behavior of truly regrettableness. Um, Apparently, he was working for uh, Guilty Gear, doing some, I guess, net coding or something along those lines for them. And he has been suspended from working on there too as kind of part of the fallout from this which good on you arc system mm. works that's 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 them right uh is it guilty gear i think so yeah i think so sounds about right yeah it's this one gets a little bit weird yeah arc system works yeah this one gets a little bit weird because he was working on it kind of after that whole thing went down but he's now been kind of officially removed from it because of this so that's cool. I think that's good that this is following him appropriately. What I am realizing, this is a really weird thing to do, is uh, many people don't know this, but Skullgirls is responsible for, Lab Zero via Skullgirls, is responsible for figuring out that patch or that kind of that workaround or whatever it was that let PS3 fighting game sticks work on the PS4. Mm. I... I hope that, like, whatever comes out of this like that's that type of innovation keep going because they were kind of weirdly passionate about that and it's super cool that became a thing but also yeah fuck mike zaymote still Uh, yeah i got got the impression he was kind of heavily involved in that whole process so (laughs) yeah yeah last but not least we have an ea thing for you oh if ea do something else that is going to make us shake our heads and think, oh, or did EA release another football game? No. <laughs> well, yes, but no. Um, a judge has sided with the Dutch government on the decision that, uh, yeah, loot boxes should be fined and are kind of gambling. Oh, I mean, we've heard that before, but I mean, are they actually going to, like... Are they actually going to suffer any consequences, or is it, oh, yeah, no, we agree, these are loot boxes? So, let's give you the full story. So, after Netherlands District Court, they've they've ruled in favor of the country's gambling authority on banning loot boxes earlier this month. Okay. Uh, Specifically, they cite FIFA, because FIFA seems to be the one that gets people hot and bothered on this topic, even though maybe other issues should be. Uh, This ruling came out on October 15th, and it's been kind of fully cited with now, and that's awesome. Yeah, that's it though. They get a slap on the wrist kind of thing. Like, uh, hey, you got to do this. Five point eight. It's five point eight five million dollars in fines. So that's what an actual five point eight five million dollar fine. And unless they remove the loot boxes, but yeah. <sighs> you know what I have to say to that? You know what's on my mind about this one, Charlie? Mm-hmm. Fucking good. Alex, want me to run your parade for a quick second? What's up? I am sure someone at EA has run the numbers and figured out whether or not it actually makes sense to just pay the fine. Like, but do they make enough was... money off loot boxes that's actually a kind of a 
It's like, wait, we have to keep the loot boxes and we only have to pay a small amount of money comparatively? Fuck it, yeah, what, whatever. I thought they keep getting fined every time. It's not clear on that one. Still there. That I can't tell based on what the that's been reported. Okay. my Because I was already hyped up about the story and I was just trying to, try to play dumb. Uh, but apparently they're going to keep getting fined until they remove them. Oh. I'm cool with that. Yeah. At least that's my understanding. Um, and I guess... Actually, I think it's actually gone up in what they... Since reading this, the price has gone up. It, no, actually, it's an $11 million fine. Oh, shit. That's, that's an old fine. So, the art, the, yeah, they're, they, gave, they gave them the maximum, which is, uh, I think, EA, they're going to appeal the fine. They're going to appeal for it. But, yes, it looks like the, the Dutch authorities are fining them up to 10 million euros, which is about $11 million U.S. Yeah. So, yep. So, yeah, my understanding was they're going to keep getting fun until they fix that shit. So. That makes that better. Yeah. Allowing, uh, yeah. Allowing the Netherlands Gambling Authority to proceed in fighting the publisher 10 million euros for violating the country's betting and gambling act. So. Yep. It's actually more. Which makes me laugh even more. But, yeah. Again, uh, just to kind of... Uh, to kind of piggyback on my previous thing, fucking good. Yeah. I'm really, I don't know what it is, but I'm really bitter and all that today. It's been an interesting year. It has, but like today in particular, I'm very saucy. Well, let's hmm. never say that sentence again. <laughs> I'm very saucy today. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling kind of saucy today. Oh, was that it? Was that was that the line? I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not an adjective I like. Like it's I, I know exactly what it means, but also it's like I I don't know what that means. Like, well, I'm certainly not lathering up myself with a freaking seasoning. That's for sure. If you were, I wouldn't want to know about it. I'm not basting in the sun, if you will. <laughs> After Alex is spending this thing, he's going to go baste himself. Like, oh, God, that sounds even worse in some way. I am so dedicated to Thanksgiving, I'm going to baste outside. Uh, that's not what basting means to the record, but... Uh, I think saying that statement living so close to school may not be a good idea. Yeah, no, that's how you get arrested, dude. That's how you get arrested. It's forced to sell my house. Uh, uh, sir, we had reports there was a grown-ass man basting himself outside <laughs> near the school. We're not sure what that means. We're pretty sure it's just bad. We Are you marinating your own juices in a tub, sir? Uh, we're not sure if this is illegal or not, but we're here to kick your ass for it anyway. We tried to apprehend him, but he kept yelling things out saying he was saucy and kept running. It was so slippery from the butter. <laughs> oh. Please change your gamer tag to the Butterball Gamer. <laughs> oh, the Butterball Gamer. 
feeling kind I, of saucy. I feel like I feel like there's an esports sponsorship opportunity there. Uh, if, Butter, if Butterball would like to reach out to us and officially sponsor, no, no, we want Oscar Meyer to sponsor us. Like we want a real food, not like a food we care about once a year. Fuck that! I'll eat turkey throughout the year. Really? Yeah. Why not? I always find dis. I, I find I find turkey disappointing on Thanksgiving. I find it doubly so any other point in the year. I mean, if you can get if you can get it nicely marinated and like not dry as fuck, yeah. Yes, I, I. As someone who's had a deep fried turkey, I know the correct way to make a turkey. Yes. Yeah. So Butterball, if you're listening, you've got two saucy boys here who would like to be. No, you, you just have one. You just have one. <laughs> I, I am not basing myself by a school like Alex's. One please saucy take boy. Me, please take me off that FBI wa- watch list. I am a best salty. Charlie Dyer is sweet and sour. I don't know what you've been basted with, apparently. <laughs> it's a sweet glaze. I don't know. I'm just combining a bunch of weird food terms at this point. Marin. It's Thanksgiving. It's, it's, the, it's the season it's for not, it. It's not. It's the first week fucked up November. Like, it's barely <laughs> November. It's, yeah, we're, we're on the cusp of early November. Hasn't even been 12 hours into November yet. Oh, man. Actually, you know, it has with the hour change. Technically, it has. No? Has it not? No. I'm going to spend too much brain power trying to figure that uh, out. Yeah, I, so. I wouldn't. Yeah. Saint leap year, it doesn't matter. Yeah. There's no, there's <laughs> no leap Williams going to come down your closet and kill you with his murder gills. Yeah. Is that it for all the news this week? Yeah, it's a pretty low week. Uh, there's some other small stuff that popped up. Like, I, I can wax poetically about Destiny, but I'm not going to. Like, you know, they showed off some Destiny shit. Yeah. Go check it out if you care. It's Destiny shit. Wow. Like, this is going to be one of the first ever podcasts within an hour of it being done. Hey, we got listener mail. Oh, we got listener mail? Never mind. We got listener mail, fucker. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Go ahead and lay it on me. I'm, after all your basting talk, I'm not sure I want to do that anymore. But, <laughs> but yes, if you want to contact us and tell us just how gross all our basting talk was and how Alex definitely shouldn't be living near a school anymore after that conversation, uh, contact us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Again, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com spells it sounds down the show notes. You know the drill by now. Uh, please don't send us this. Emails with the word saucy for the title line. I'll read them, but I'll be angry about it. Please fucking do. Alright, so we got two emails in this week. We're going to start off with one that came in from Anonymous. It simply reads, Really hoping this was something you missed, but did you know David Hasselhoff formed a metal band? This is all I got. I just wanted to make sure you three were aware of this. David Hasselhoff formed a metal band? Oh, it gets worse than that. I did know about this because I'm a degenerate, but uh, they're kickstarting their first album. They're oh. not terrible. It's not great, but it, it exists. Huh. I, I have no reactions to this beyond just kind of dry disdain for reality. I mean, of course we have a David, we have a David Hasselhoff metal band in 2020. Why the fuck wouldn't we? <laughs> 
Of course we did. I mean, Mar- Mar- was it Mariah Carey has a fucking... Oh, yeah, we're, we're in, like, the signs of the apocalypse thing. Like, there's some priest out there being like, As foretold in the Book of the Black, we must now pay our tribute to David Hasselhoff's metal band. And the congregation's like, yes, the as foretold in the apocalyptic text of the Book of the Black, we have come to an end. First it was Mariah Carey's punk. Now it is David Hasselhoff's medal. For then the Antichrist, Pat Boone, no more Mr. Nice Guy, will ride out from hell to spread his evil through the lands. For those confused, Pat Boone has a metal album called No More Mr. Nice Guy. Just throwing that one out there. <laughs> yeah, I... Thanks. You're gonna go Google this now, aren't you, Alex? Uh, yeah. Of course I will. And you know next week I'll be back with, uh... T-shirts? Puns and jokes. Of puns and jokes related to all this. If they don't have a song called Don't Hassle the Hoff, someone fucked up. Yeah. And he's gotta do, like, Don't Hassle the <laughs> Like, Death Metal Yell the Hoff. Part. I'm really sad I'd be into that. Like, I'm like, I'm like, no, it's just done. You did that. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm potentially in. Hmm. Might not be terrible. I know I did like him when he did True Survivor for the Kung Fury movie. That was good. Oh, that movie was bad. No, 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 no. You, you leave Kung Fury alone. It was trying too hard. That's exactly the point. They no, knew. it could have been better if it tried a little bit less. Like No, that movie was perfect. It could have used some editing. Uh, yeah, no, I thought it was perfect. It's fine. All right, so our, our our next email comes in also from Anonymous. That uh, I'm not sure we can fully weigh in on this without Henry here, but also we could take a run at this. Dear Wicked Awesome cast, I'm not saying it should be the top or even top five, but has the whole cyberpunk delay situation reached a point where it belongs in the official ranking of shit shows? No. So I, I read this, and I was prepared to also say no until I started seeing more articles about how other games are now shifting their release dates to get the fuck out of the way of Cyberpunk, then there are articles about Cyberpunk moving. Mm, I don't know if I can put it in the shit show category, though. Well, I mean, I, like to, to refresh the list, at the top we have Firefest, followed by Spider-Man the Musical, followed by the Star Citizen Saga, followed by year one of public E3 tickets followed by THQ Nordics HN MMA, followed by Pokemon Go Con, followed by E for All, followed by Dash Con, followed by Fortnite Live, followed by World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth. Like, I still wouldn't put it as bad as... I mean, we can put the people losing their fucking minds about Cyberpunk being delayed. I think that's what's part of it now. Like The, the, the shit show that is Cyberpunk is not the game. I'm sure the game will come out and it will be a game and all that stuff. It's this zeitgeist it's created. I think, like, it's... I, I feel like it belongs on this list, honestly. Like, I, I, think it's de- I think it's 11th place behind World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth. Like, I don't think it's better than... I don't think it's worse than anything on the list so far, but I do think it deserves to, like... It has earned a spot at this point, because it's ridiculous. You have the crunch situation going on, you have the death threats, you have, like, the, the number of times it's been delayed and the fact that people are moving other games to get the fuck out of its way, I... Fuck, there's a guy in my clan like, depressed. It's like, oh, I got delayed again. I'm like, yeah, game is late. He's like, no, this is bad. I'm like, oh, you were really backing on this, huh? 
You were oh. invested. Yeah. Um. So I say I, I think it can go on the eleven, the eleventh slot, but I reserve the right to increase the ranking on it if the release is fucking horrible. Sure. So like, if not only was it delayed, like like if it if it goes through Duke Nukem Forever syndrome, where it was delayed so many times, and then finally when it came out, it was fucking bad. Then I would move it up the scale, but as it stands right now, I think it falls under eleventh place. Yeah, it, it falls at eleventh place below. Yeah, if it, 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 we've we not added something to this list in a long time, like I'm looking over this thing and I'm realizing that like Fallout seventy six is nowhere to be found on the ranking of shit shows, and that feels like a crime. But I'm not sure where that goes. I feel like twenty twenty the year can just go in here somewhere. Yeah, it's not a video game thing. That's just like, yup, that sucks. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, you're right. We have well, Spider-Man I mean, the Fire Musical Festival, on here. Yeah, Fire Festival isn't a video game. Spider-Man. You're the right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> two of our top, uh, two of our top three are zero percent video game related. You are absolutely correct. Yeah, I would say 2020 is probably number one spot. Yeah. Well, we'll just put it on the list for now. I might argue that it like transcends shit show potentially. Like it's. We've always defined shit shows as kind of like these are problems where they are self-contained things. Like twenty twenty mm. wins just by like pure volume of bullshit contained within that header. This is true. This is a very valid point. Yeah, like technically speaking, if we throw that one on there, like cyberpunk is to part of twenty twenty. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. We'll leave it we'll there leave- for now. Yeah, it's yeah. We're going to Fallout 76 on here just to, because we've never actually put it on here, apparently. How do we not put Fallout 76 on here? I don't know. We really need to go through, like, at the end of the year, we need to go through this list. I, I, I was going to put it into our Game of the Year stuff so we could readdress the the, the list of bo- the, the shit show ranking. Yeah, it, it's, this list needs to be maintained and edited. Like, it's an important list, goddammit. How do we not have, we do really do, because, like, how do we not have all the fucking sexual assault allegations that rippled through the gaming community this year as yeah. well. Jesus, we need to update this list. We do. We have neglected this list for too long. Thank you for writing and reminding us about this list. This list is important, goddammit. Yeah, and if you have any other suggestions for entries that should yeah, go into our it. shit shows. Actually, yeah, so we are working towards the end of the year. Like, admittedly, since we're to kind of call this that far out, but we will do our game of the year stuff in um, December and all that jazz, so yeah, that'd be perfect. If you have some stuff you want to start sending in for that, for this list, Send it in. Like I, if we get enough reaction too, we could totally do like a people that listen to this fucking podcast game with your choice too. We'll obviously do our debate, and I'm not sure who's gonna win this year, but it's gonna be fucking knives out across the board. I suspect. Yeah. Shadowlands ain't winning, Alex. I'm staying that right now. I will die before another WoW expansion cracks top three on this podcast. <laughs> I think that does it, though. Right. Thank you for writing so. in, everyone. Is that all of our... Uh... That is it, yeah. WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com. Send them in. Yeah, short podcast this week. Wow, yeah. It's a little surprising, yeah. but I guess yeah, it happens. Where we are. Yeah. So yeah, I think that about does it for this week. Um, anything you want to talk about before we close it out, Alex? Um, Yeah. Um, so, since we have a new WoW release date, um, I will be streaming on 
the new week of the release date for WoW, which is going to be November 23rd. Um, of course, with the way they're doing the release schedule this time around, um, it's releasing November 24th at, like, GMT time at midnight, which for us is going to be 3 p.m. November 23rd, so that Monday. Um, so I'll be on. That I think I said, doesn't sound right. It should be. Let's see. Or I think it's Britain time. Uh, wow, release times. Europe will get the expansion November 24th at midnight. Huh. CET. What's CET? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, Europe is going to get it at midnight CET. Uh, Central Central European time. So when it's uh, 12 a.m., it'll be 3 p.m. for us. So, yeah, <clears throat> I'll be on before that because I want to make sure I get logged onto the servers. Um, but yes, I will be on before that starting the November 23rd and streaming throughout the week for Extra Life. Um, and that'll be, of course, on all my streamings and things like that so it'll be um was it yeah twitch facebook gaming and youtube streaming all at uh mave online so you can catch me on all those and uh yeah so i'll see you guys then of course like i said i'll be playing for extra life throughout the week so if you'd like to help out given i know given the current climate and things like that the way things are it's gonna be very difficult and even if you can share that stuff out i'd appreciate it but yes it'll be Good old extra life. So, yeah. Yep. You want to do like a road to WoW or anything like that, or it's just kind of dive in? No, I'm just gonna dive in. To be honest with you, I've been I started streaming again recently, which is kind of nice. But it's more than likely I'm just gonna be, you know, just diving right into it. I have been shit about streaming lately. I'll probably stream some of Destiny Two when it comes out, but I've been taking up accidental break as of late between dealing with weird house issues and just exhaustion. Yeah, I totally get it. It's rough. Indeed. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. I think that's that's all we got. Do the battle. Uh-huh.